Closer Look is a public affairs presentation. Views and opinions of the guests don't always reflect the views of the ministry, and some topics aren't suitable for children. K-Love is committed to community. Closer Look continues with a look at local agencies, events, and issues. Well, hello. Come on in. It's time for another edition of Closer Look for Buffalo and Celeron. I'm K-Love's Peter K. Tonight, we're taking a closer look at overcoming addiction. My very special guest this evening is from Buffalo Adults and Teen Challenge. Please welcome Dave Benyak. Dave, welcome aboard. Hi. Thank you so much for having me tonight. Pleasure to have you on the program. Would you start by defining addiction for us? The definition for addiction is the fact or condition of being addicted to a particular substance, thing, or activity. But what we teach here at Teen Challenge, addiction is placing a substance or a thing or a person on the pedestal of your heart above Jesus Christ. Why is the faith-based portion of what you do at Adult and Teen Challenge so important? We believe that being clean and sober is a byproduct of a healthy relationship with the Lord. And when you really get down to it, I believe it's because God has created everybody in his creation with a hole in their heart that could only be filled with his love. And until we allow him to fill that hole in our heart with his love, we'll constantly pursue empty things that bear no good fruit. Take me back a ways and tell me what the life of Dave Benyak looked like prior to Adult and Teen Challenge? So I had a pretty good upbringing. Both my parents were there for me. I was brought up in a church. I was heavily involved in the church. But when I was 16 years old, my parents started giving me the opportunity to start making some of my own decisions. At the same time, I was experiencing pull from friends and stuff when I was in high school. What happened was, as I looked at my life and I looked at the offering from both of them, did I want to pursue the things of God or did I want to pursue the things of the world? And unfortunately, I chose to pursue the things of the world. I began experimenting with drugs and alcohol, really just looking to be involved in a, a party lifestyle, making friends, really cared a lot about what people thought about me. When I look back now, I can see that that's where my spiral of, of degradation began that pursuit of happiness in substances and worldly things and in people landed me in a pit as a 24-year-old heroin addict. I knew about the Ministry of Teen Challenge. My mom had told me about it numerous times. When I was 24 years old in July of 2009, I decided that I would, I guess for lack of better terms, give God a chance. I called, I enrolled in the program of Teen Challenge, and I responded to an altar call and I said a simple prayer. I said, God, if you are who my mother says that I am, I cannot do this anymore. I was hopeless. I was broken. And I knew that I needed a savior. I didn't know what that looked like, but God was faithful and met me right where I was at that day. At 16, what was that first introduction to drugs or alcohol? What did that look like? It was really just sort of a party atmosphere. I was in high school my friends were drinking, experimenting with marijuana. So that's really where it started at. How did you keep that from mom and dad or did you? I didn't go out of my way to keep that from my mom and dad. I guess that they sort of knew that that was par for the course with raising teenagers. I was 
the middle child of three and they had gone through that with my older sister a couple of years before that. So I just think that that was part of the rites of passage and growing up, like the experimentation with alcohol, the experimentation with marijuana, they definitely weren't happy with, but you know, I would make sure that I avoided them when I came home at night. So it was just sort of like a, an avoidance type of situation. Were you living at home the whole time or had you, you know, gotten your own apartment and kind of gotten away from mom and dad so you could experiment that much more? No, I was living at home the whole time. I guess I was what you would call a functioning addict. I was a plumber by trade. I worked piping in high rises in Manhattan. So for the most part, I was able to keep focus off of myself. I would get up in the morning. I would go to work. I would come home, say I was going out with friends. And as as addiction escalated, so did the manipulation to pull the wool down over my parents' eyes. What was rock bottom for you in order to, as you said, give God a chance? I remember one day driving to work. And having the realization of what I had become, it just became so real to me that I was a heroin addict and that my life was completely and utterly out of control and that I had absolutely no hope. I wasn't suicidal, but I had lost all desire to live. I wouldn't have killed myself because of the effects that that would have on my family. But if I died, I was okay with that. And I just remember not being okay with that. And then what happened was in 2009, when I decided to go to the program, my younger sister also struggled with drug addiction and she made the decision to go to Teen Challenge. And I remember I was sitting on the floor of my older sister's apartment and we were talking about how we were happy that my younger sister was going to get help. And the truth is, as I was convicted, I didn't know it at the time, but I know it now that I was convicted by the spirit of God. And the conviction came in the form of how can you say that you love and support your sister if you're living life the exact same way that she is? And it was at that moment, empowered by the spirit of God, that I informed my sister and my parents just how how bad I was in the depths of my addiction and told them I need you guys to hold me accountable to go get help. If you're just joining us, we're taking a closer look at overcoming addiction this evening on Positive Encouraging K-Love, 89.9 Buffalo and 95.3 Saloran. I'm K-Love's Peter K. My special guest this evening is Dave Benyak. Dave is with Buffalo Adults and Teen Challenge. Dave, what's the best way in which to reach out with you with a question or comment? If you have any questions, you could visit us on our website, which is NewYorkAdultTeenChallenge.com. When you get on that website, you could look up specific locations in the dropdown and find Buffalo. And you could email us questions that you may have. If you do have any immediate needs or help uh, that you're looking for, you could contact us by phone. Our phone number is area code 716-855-0602. You could also stay up to date on events that we are having on our Facebook page, which is Buffalo Adult and Teen Challenge. The Matthew West song comes to mind day one of the rest of your life. What was day one like for you at Buffalo Adult and Teen Challenge? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, it, it was rough. So coming off of a heroin addiction, an opioid addiction, you suffer withdrawals terribly. And although I had gone to the hospital to detox, it, it wasn't easy, but I was hopeful. I knew that if there was a God in heaven, 
that my mother taught me about that he was the only person that could transform my life. So although it was tough and it was all, although it was difficult physically, mentally, and emotionally, I was hopeful that there was a God in heaven that could transform my life. What did you expect? And then what was it actually like? Because of my history of addiction leading up to going there, I had been in a couple of other programs and I, and I guess that I thought that it was going to be like every other program where you talked a lot about your addiction, where you met a lot as a group. But what I was met with was just a group of men that loved me and were willing to sow into my life. Now it doesn't always look like I thought it was going to look like. But as I look back now, I realize that everything that was done and said to me was ministered to me out of love. So really what it was, it was a safe haven and a refuge that I can go to in order for my relationship with the Lord to be fostered. At what point did you, if I can say, buy in to the program? It happened pretty fast. What happened was, is when I got there, I'm, I'm a very visual person and I like to watch what people are doing. And as I watched the men and the leadership that were in the program, I could tell that there was something tangibly different about them. And the fact is, is I saw something in them that I wanted to strive towards. So immediately, very quickly upon coming into the program, I was hopeful that I can attain what it was that I had seen in front of me. You had said that you'd been through other programs. Can I assume they were 10-day or 30-day programs? Yes, I, I did a whole bunch of outpatient programs, and then I did two inpatient programs, 28-day inpatient programs before I went to Teen Challenge. When you heard that the program through Teen Challenge was 9 to 12 months, was that intimidating? Yeah, of course it was. But the truth is, is when I went to Teen Challenge in 2009, it was actually 12 to 14 months. And that's how they advertised it. So 12 to 14 months was even more intimidating. But uh, somebody told me before I went into the program, they said a desert that takes six years, eight years or 10 years to walk into it doesn't take 30 days to walk out of that. You need to allow time to administer healing to your heart and to the wounds that need to be healed as you step out of addiction. What does a typical day look like inside the walls of Buffalo Adult and Teen Challenge on Locust Street in Buffalo? You get a whole lot of Jesus. We wake up in the morning at six o'clock in the morning get ready for the day. We immediately go into a, a devotional period where the men in the program pray and read their Bibles. That's followed up by breakfast. After breakfast, we do some household chores. And a part, important part of the recovery process is teaching the men to take ownership of the things that they do have. After chores, we go into praise and worship. And then after praise and worship, we have class there's a 14-book curriculum that has been created by the Teen Challenge National Office that we take the men through. And then actually one, one of the greatest blessings of being in Buffalo is we have a, a ton of ministers in the body of Christ and in the community that are willing to sow into these men's lives. So from 10 to 11 every day, we have a rotating schedule of outside speakers that come in to pour into the men's lives. So see that, hey, listen, this doesn't only happen at Teen Challenge, but this happens all throughout the city and all throughout the country and the world. And then after lunch, we go into work detail. Everybody just does their part around the house to pitch in and to make sure that things are up, uh, are kept up from mowing the lawn to weed whacking. In Buffalo, we get a ton of snow. So in the winter, we do a ton of shoveling around here. But it, it really is 
what I like to drive home with the men more than anything is that we're family here. Not only are we the family of God, but we have been knit together in Christ. We have been called to one another in this season. So we need to love one another selflessly and treat each other like family. So I would like to say that for the most part, it just feels like a regular house with family members pitching in to get things done. What has to be done. It sounds like there's an awful lot of structure. Is that purposeful? Yes. I think that the greatest part of the structure of the program is just to establish regularity in the lives of the men that come to Teen Challenge because historically people who struggle with drug addiction, alcoholism fall short of being able to establish regularity in their lives. So that's where the structure comes in. And then it's also to help them to stay disciplined because when they do leave the program, there's going to be a requirement for them to work. And we want them to continue to be able to get up early in the morning, do their devotions and spend some time with Jesus before they venture out into their day. If you're just tuning in tonight, you're listening to Positive, Encouraging K-Love, 89.9 Buffalo and 95.5 Saloran. I'm K-Love's Peter K. My very special guest this evening is Dave Benyak of Buffalo Adults and Teen Challenge. Dave, again, give out the ways in which we can connect with you. So you can visit us on our website at NewYorkAdultAndTeenChallenge.com or on our Facebook page at Buffalo Adult and Teen Challenge. If there's immediate need that you would like us to help you with, you could call us. Our phone number is area code 716-855-0602. So you're going through the program for that nine to, to 12 months or 12 to 14 months. How important is it? How difficult is it getting that first job out of the program? I can't speak from... A personal standpoint on that, because after I completed the program, I did an internship at Teen Challenge and I haven't left ever since. I've been here ever since. But that's also another thing that is super special about the body of Christ in Buffalo is we have a ton of men that are willing to offer people who graduate the program entry level positions. We have a relationship with an HVAC company that has hired men fresh out of the program. We have relationship with a industrial cleaning company that has given men opportunities to work there after they've completed the program. So as they go through the program, they build relationship with some of these individuals on the outside. And those are always avenues that they can explore once they do complete. I've heard relapse is a part of recovery. Do you believe that? I believe that it that it can be. I also believe that it doesn't have to be, to be honest with you. I believe that if you get to a place in your life where you realize that your life was completely out of control and you have that revelation of who Jesus Christ really is, and then you experience his presence, that the bonds of addiction can be broken eternally for you. Now, I also believe that some people, I I think some people don't take their recovery seriously and they don't want to put into practice everything that they're taught. And when you have a blase approach to your recovery, you might struggle with relapse. How is Teen Challenge funded? So we are funded by donors. We're funded by churches that support us, and we're funded by individual fundraising events that we do as a ministry. When you talk about fundraising events, take me back to March. A lot of things changed when the COVID-19 pandemic hit. What did that look like for Buffalo Adult and Teen Challenge, and how have you been able to respond to that? 
So I would have to say that as long as I've been with the ministry for 11 years, that this was absolutely a period of time that has been like anything else. When we found out that the state was shut down on March 15th, we immediately had to start examining everything that we did in order to raise funds for the ministry. So we had to stop attending Sunday services at the churches that we would visit to tell them about the ministry. We actually ended up having to cancel our banquet. We had a a tremendous banquet planned for May of this year. We had a guest speaker, Harrison Phillips, who plays for the Buffalo Bills, scheduled to speak, but we had to cancel it. But I think that our ability to adapt as a ministry is the greatest takeaway from this pandemic. My encouragement to myself and the other leaders and the men in the program was like, listen, we live in a busy world and we're in a busy ministry, but God has given us an opportunity to slow down and really put our relationship with him as as the highest priority in our lives. And the truth is, is that there's a promise in scripture. I don't know where the address is, but it says that God will provide all of our needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. And the riches and glory in Christ Jesus are immeasurable. And the fulfillment of that promise is what we have seen throughout this pandemic. And now we're coming to the back end of it and things are starting to open up and we're being able to being able to get back out into the community. And we just see the blessings of God all around us as we begin to do that. What are some of those needs that you have and how can I be the hands and feet of God and help supply those? So the first thing that we always need is prayer. We need men and women of God to partner with the ministry just to lift us up in prayer. And and the greatest prayer request would be that the men that do come to this program, when they do hear the gospel, that they are radically and effectually transformed by that message and that they make the commitment to pursue God all the days of their life. Outside of that, we love when We get to go visit churches and to spread the mission of the ministry of Teen Challenge. And then a lot of times they sew back into the ministry. Again, if you're just joining us, this is Positive Encouraging K-Love, 89.9 Buffalo and 95.3 Saloran. I'm K-Love's Peter K. He's Dave Benyak of Buffalo Adults and Teen Challenge. Dave, what was it like for you personally when you heard at the beginning of the pandemic Churches, non-essential, liquor stores, essential. I'm not going to sit here and say that I was surprised. I think that's just sort of the temperature of the culture of the country that we live in at this time. It's I think that as a nation, we've drifted away from our roots of a Christian country. So it wasn't surprising to me when we heard that. It was disheartening, but not surprising. Have you seen an uptick? in addiction since lockdowns and things and just been a lot of turbulence? Yes, absolutely. So when I did check statistics in the beginning of May, there were in Erie County in the month of March when the pandemic kicked off, there were 36 overdose deaths in that county, which was a 60% increase from the month before that. Now, 36 deaths, that's not counting all overdoses. And then on top of that, the reports were that the suicide hotline had a 65% volume increase. I believe that this pandemic has just has really caused people a lot of heartache and a lot of despair. And a lot of people that were walking in sobriety ended up relapsing as a result of some of the stress that was placed upon their lives as a result of this. Do you see a positive in all this at all? 
Yeah, I do. I believe that God is showing us what truly genuinely is important. I believe that the call has been to put him first and to honor him through the midst of this, that although we might not know what tomorrow brings, that we serve a God who's the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. And although we might not be able to see or feel the good in our present situation, that we serve a sovereign God in heaven who reigns and rules over his creation, whose promises to work all things together for the good. Dave, unfortunately, just about out of time this evening on Closer Look. But hypothetically speaking, I'm dealing with addiction. Depression is part of it. Just I'm turning on the news and it just seems bad thing after bad thing. What encouragement would you give me? It's such a cliche one, but it's what I'm going to say is that Jesus loves you and that God has such amazing plans for your life. And life is absolutely worth living and living life dedicated to the pursuit of God's call in your life is worth more than anything in the world. And when I look back at my life over the last 11 years, I wouldn't trade it for anything in the world. There's nothing greater than knowing that you are living the life that God has called you to live. And I am not a special person. I am simply a man that God chose to use and has done an amazing work in my life. And the same is is possible for every single person out there. We started off tonight's program saying, who was Dave Benyak pre-Buffalo Adult and Teen Challenge? Who is it now? Uh, I am a, a father. I'm a husband. I'm a child of God. Just uh, a man who got saved, who likes telling other people about Jesus, about a Lord and Savior that can save them to the uttermost. Thank you for doing just that, Dave. Again, absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for having me once again. If you would like more on my conversation with Dave Benyak of Buffalo Adults and Teen Challenge, feel free to email us, closerlook at klove.com. That's closerlook at K-L-O-V-E dot com. For Closer Look, I'm Peter Kay. This has been Klove Closer Look. Find us online at klove.com.